that's no moon. Hello there, and welcome to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. This is episode 25, our penultimate episode before what would be effectively be our birthday because we will be one. I say we, the podcast will be one, but we won't be one. The show will be one. It's all there good. Um, today is uh, is a very short, well, not short, it's very uh, limited on who we have available today. Ollie is absent for now. He will join us eventually because he's getting a free car because that's how his work is. He gets a free car for his work. But as there, and as a result, he's running late. Shock, I know. Ollie's running late. Who would guess? But I am joined by the ever-present. In fact, I wouldn't say ever-present because you have missed one episode. Uh, we we now have all missed one episode, so we're all e- we're all even. We're all equally awful. Uh, I'm joined by the man who still hasn't eaten his pet dog yet, Andy Terrell. Yeah, I mean, at this point, she's getting to the size where she's too big to eat in one sitting. I've got a bit, it's like, fatten her up, dog. <laughs> that's, my so, eat, that's my eating dog. Okay, so she's she's 14 weeks at the moment. Have a guess at her weight. I need to remind what remind me what the breed is. Bernese Mountain Dog. Okay, so she's going to Not be... a St. Bernard, as every fucker that says it. <laughs> oh, is that St. Bernard? No, it's not. <laughs> uh, I like also that like they're French. A St. Bernard, not a St. Bernard. Yeah. But anyway, uh, St. Bernard. Uh, so, so she's good 14 weeks and they're big dogs. The, uh, I'm uh, 10, uh, 16 kilograms. Nope, she was 16 kilos at uh, 11 weeks. Oh, so she's going to be 25? She's 20 this week. She's so. a bag of potatoes. Yeah, she, <laughs> she is a full sack of potatoes, She's mate. a sack of potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she is pure chonk. And if you want to see more, you can find Andy on Instagram, AJST and all that stuff, and you can see plenty of pictures with him and his eating dog. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we no, he's not eating the dog really. He's he's eating other people's dogs instead. Oh yeah, um, don't, eat, don't eat what your own, do you? you yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't eat your own dog. You eat other people's. Um, it's like other people's chips taste nicer, that sort of thing. <laughs> um, it, uh, yeah, it's that. It's other people. Anything that other people's. My daughter is finding this out at the moment. Any other bit of food that we give her, no, not good enough. Oh, they've got the oat bar. That is exactly the same one I've got. Oh, I'll go eat that. Thank you very much. <sighs> Children. Anyway, you've been there. There we go. Anyway, uh, so this is episode twenty-five. As I say, next year, next week will be the next two weeks. We'll, we the, the podcast will be one. Who'd have thought we'd be able to get a year's worth of content out of us? Now, is it though? Because you right, you mentioned that, and all right, yes, it is episode twenty six, um, and we in theory do it every other week. But next mm-hmm. next episode isn't our one year anniversary. Uh, hang on a second, let me just do the working. Well, actually, out here. no, I think because uh, I I though. think you'll be wrong because I think our first episode is published on the fourth of November. Oh, you could be right, actually. Uh, uh, I mean, why don't question it me? Is, it is the fourth of November. Oh yeah, it would be one whole year. Yeah, exactly. as long as you wait until. Oh no, we're. We'll be, oh yeah, just after. We'll be like two days after. Yeah, so it was published the first... Fourth, fourth of November. So Fourth, yeah. of, fourth of November. So yeah, so, we'll, seventh of November, next episode will be exactly. our birthday. Well, uh, Tom will be here. Uh, he'll be here to celebrate with us. And uh, he'll be talking about his videos that he's been doing because he's obviously been working hard away getting some videos in and stuff. 
Um, next one, he's got the ones coming up. He's done one with Lila recently, and I didn't know the result, but he said it'll be fun. It's look, it's fun to look forward to, and I and yeah, that'll be good to watch. We do need to pick up on a few other bits of video content. I'm fully aware of this. Uh, like the, the that's no moon, the TNM hobby chat has um, stalled, but that's mainly because as I'm the one recording it, and I've been a bit busy. Uh, I can tell you about the stuff I've been doing. I've been doing my, I've been prepping some models I have myself of the Shatterpoint stuff and a few other bits and pieces. Ooh. So yeah, yeah. So just yeah, I mean, just just looking over there. Uh, I started. I sprayed them all up at the weekend, and then I've gone. Hmm, yeah, need to redo the clones. <laughs> so I just need to respray <laughs> them. And uh, so that's uh, a project. But uh, that is something to do later after I've sorted my house out. Uh, so house update for people is house everything settled moved in have internet um but as of time of recording tomorrow i'm having the carpets carpet fitted upstairs so everything that is upstairs has had to be moved downstairs in preparation <laughs> so annoying but there we go it's life um talking of uh, life uh, life would not be possible for the podcast were it not for our wonderful patriot group of patreon supporters of which there are many um uh, I, I shan't name names anymore because just we have too many. But uh, it, yep, uh, I forgot what I was going to say there. You just threw me with that little comment you put in the chat. Yes, we, life wouldn't be possible if, if we would without our Patreon supporters. So thank you very much for your support and what we do it enables us to do the podcast and enables Tom to do the videos. And then we can stream things at events and so much more um and, and things and, and and yes so thank you to all of you as always if you're interested to know more please feel free to go to patreon.com forward slash that's no moon um you'll be able to find out more same with youtube if you are watching youtube videos um please give it a like and subscribe because it helps the channel out on our analytics because i sound like a youtuber saying this give it a like that's a click and all that kind of stuff not that jazz just that stuff uh anyway um it's going to be a pretty light episode today because not much has been happening because it's just that time of the year. Nav, congratulations on winning a world ticket at the weekend. I can't remember where that was. Was that what, was that Firestorm? Yeah, in Cardiff. Yeah, he won with clones. 501st, not just clones, 501st. Well, well, yeah, but they are technically clones, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I, I do like how Nav had to drive as far away as possible to so that no one else would be able to prevent him from winning. <laughs> It's the way to do it. It's the way to do it. Uh, I my next event will be at Tabletop Republic on the seventeenth, uh, the one that Tom's hosting. Uh, so that's my next event, and that that will be. And I haven't played Legion, obviously, because bit busy since. I want to say MKGT. Yeah, probably. So yeah, so it will be interesting just to pick up a list and go. Uh, who knows? Maybe that'll work out quite well for me because that's what I did when I went to Element. Um, but you. Mr. Terrell, mm. you there's been a divergence in the force. <laughs> there has you been have, a slight one. You have changed from one kind of red save army to the other kind of red save army. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, tell us about why you've swapped first. Um, all right. So I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it takes me long enough to find a list for worlds. Um, and Yes, I am already thinking about it five months out. Um, and the reason for that is that it's this time around, we've got no new releases apart from um, Geonosians between now and then. So 
I don't think the meta is going to shift or change any more than it currently is. Um, so I think that's great in some ways because um, currently I think there's a huge amount of variety in lists in factions um, and, and what kind of lists you can bring. Um, but um, it also means, I guess, it, over the next five months that probably can be for the hardcore will be a little bit stale. Um, but I think not much is going to change in what's already a current good list. Um, and reps is probably the most important thing. Um, now, the thing I really liked about the Palpatine list, which I won my invite with, was the defensiveness of it. I liked the, uh, I've got dodges, I've got barrier, I've got guardian and all of this. Um, and then you've got Palpatine kind of for help mopping up with IG. Um, the downside is I think, there is two lists out there that do it better or there's a third one but i don't think it's going to win a tournament or even especially worlds um and unfortunately um that is the kenobi um list that matt's kind of running around with at the moment uh and i think matt's really nailed it on probably the most optimization of the list he's done found it really uh a lot quicker than i was because i've been trying it and floating it for a long time but i've never been able to find the efficiency um, and I think him taking Padme was the the real crux of that. Um, but then I think that's then opened up my eyes to the other lists, which I'm looking at taking. Um, and that was uh, an Anakin Padme clone list um, and going down that route. Yeah, you've, you've run it before. And like part of that was also looking at your list that you took up to. It was Element you ran it out, wasn't it? Yeah, that, so that list was Anakin with a saber throw and a push. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Padme with nothing, because then you're not tempted. If you put a gun on her, you're tempted to do things. Yep, you just need nothing on her yeah, or vigilance so if, if you've got is, points. Yeah, or yeah, if you've got the points to do vigilance. Um, four, four rocket, four, four clones with rockets, mm-hmm. two bucks, and arc strike team with like echo. Like, with echo, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I think that's it. However, so the only tweak that at the moment immediately comes to me is taking a rocket off and putting on oil. That's the straight. That's the only. That's the first thing I can think of, and that's it so far. Yeah, and I think that that's what I was looking at when I was looking at these Anakin lists. I was kind of getting and um, boil in there, and a couple of medics, and maybe dropping the barks. Um, so you're kind of losing an activation because you'll be able to fit a unit of clones in in return. Um, you're losing the mobility on the list, but you're gaining more survivability. Um, and I, I do like it. I played it a few times against Ollie um, as a few practice games. But I did see that it seems to struggle against um, Vader. <laughs> um, and with Blizzard Force not going away, I know... I say oh, no, I know. Stupid Blizzard Force. <laughs> um, I use I know in a, a very loose sense that the Americans don't run Blizzard the same way. But I, if it's an option and they're seeing it as strong as we're seeing it, and this, obviously there's other Europeans out there, especially like Finn and that, who has been known to run Blizzard. If he brings it across the world, um, then I think you need to be prepared for it. And if it is one of the top tier lists, having an answer for how playing that mission is very important. Um, and especially if like bombing runs the other side of it, you don't want to be playing bombing run when you don't have three or four bikes like they do. As a clone veteran, so to speak, I always find and did find that clones perform better when you play on their on your own terms so if you try if you're able to take a bid you take a bid because mm-hmm. you play your missions not your opponents now if you're playing ollie and he's playing his stupid blizzard force i will caveat my reason for saying this in a minute if you're playing ollie and you're playing stupid blizzard force then obviously it's harder to get that bid because he is taking a 20 
whatever it is, 16 to 20, 25, or whatever it is, point bid. To give the other thing to consider is, though, I don't think it's just Blizzard who, in theory, bring a quite a heavy skewed deck. Um, I also think Tempest Horse should be bringing a heavy skewed deck. Um, oh, well, yeah, obviously. And that's, a, like, as you say, like, clones on them lists are probably going to struggle. And you're the only ones you're wanting to play as a clone player are key positions um, and hostage. And, and Tempest Force probably don't bring hostage because they're probably bringing payload instead. No, uh, I'm given to understand that her Tempest does do well for hostage, uh, according to uh, Mr. Mister Porritt, who basically says that what you do the old scout stuff, um, stomp on them, makes them move, stomp on them again, stomp on stompy, yeah. stompy, stompy. That sort and of then that, you've created a screen for your hostage to hide behind. Now, that's that's great and all, but you tend to only have three, maybe four units of thumbs if you've got three ATSTs. And as a, a, if I'm playing clones in that scenario, I will just flat out ignore all of them ATSTs and just gun down until I kill all of your um, fit thumbs and then just pick up a hostage on turn six. That's all I've got to do. This is assuming that your yours haven't been gunned down by their by his ATST or yes. their ATSTs. Yeah, yeah, uh, but it's it's easier to kill three units than it is to kill um, six, and they're all three units of white saves because they're usually scout troops or storms, but my army's a whole army of red saves and is designed to be tanky. Like the whole principle of the lists I'm looking into are very defensive. Uh, I'm going to have barrier. I'm going to have um, dodges. I've got guardian. So things like the ATSC list, I can weather the storm better. Um, do me a favor in mm. your experimenting, just because for my own, just because it'd be interesting to see what you do, because as a, I don't, you'll you'll understand the phrase I mean here as a novice clone player. Yeah, I'm very novice. <laughs> yeah, give it a go as a, a try the Yoda Kenobi list. Try it. I'm not. I don't think. It, I don't think it'll be no because you because I know because I've done it and I've run it a lot and all this is so I know the I know it I know it. It's like when you know you give someone something new and they've never seen it before. They sometimes see it with different eyes. Maybe be interested to see what you think of it. Uh, I think I'd be more inclined a... to try Yoda Anakin if I was going to do double force user. Uh, uh, what? Ah, oh, really? Yeah, I think the Obi Wan's okay because um, it gives you the Guardian option to keep Yoda alive, etc. And obviously, yeah. um, it, he's a very good um, unit to pull the strings on because he's got charge and he's got his Correct. martial force, so he's great from the offset. But um, in comparison to Anakin, uh, Obi Wan can hit like a wet noodle. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, okay, that's a fair statement. <laughs> I unless you make him unless you put stick tenacity on him, which you'll you're still point. hit. That's still only three red on average. Uh, like, three red, two black, two white. Yeah, but as an average, your your consistent dice there, you're three red. You should be at least hitting four times with that. Okay, but with Anakin, I'm hitting with five. Not because always. I'm rolling because I'm rolling five red. Trust me, that's not always the case. Oh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as as someone who plays Dooku and he rolls five red, yeah, I will miss with one or two, but you expect five hit red to hit. So, I get no. I get. I get. I totally get the logic. I'm just. I'm a big fan of the. I. I think. I. I actually think, if it, that the Kenobi one pip card is one of the top five command cards in the game. And that's mm. actually. So I, the, my logic is, tell me another card that gives you, as um, the ability to potentially be doing two two attacks in one turn in terms of you take the standby and do the rest of the green tokens and things like that 
there's not that many cards that allow you to have that double attack. No, there's only. I think there's three scenarios where you can get four shooter with standbys, and it's deploy the garrison with seize on operative Vader. That gives mm-hmm. you the same scenario, um, or even with the two um, inquisitors. That's yeah. an interesting thought, actually, because you can get both in order, and then they both have standbys. Well, that's mm. disgusting. <laughs> um, Oof. And yeah, <laughs> I've just thought of that out loud as well. Um, the um, Dooku with Invasion Force because yep. you can you do Battle Meditation to give him the standby, uh, and then maybe Obi Wan. I can't think of another one that gives you a standby. The yeah. only other standby card is um, Tempest Force, but obviously there's no Force user there. Some will tell us, I'm sure. But so yeah. my logic is, if you're playing if you're playing Kenobi correctly and you're able to yeet him at the right time and then play and then go bang one pip. Uh, you will get a minimum. You should be getting like a uh, a minimum of one, two, or three tokens. And I'm talking minimum. Yes, one of them's a, one of them's a standby, and the other two are an aim or a dodge. And if he already, if he's clever, Kenobi, he should be having vigilance. He might have a dodge on him already, and all this sort of stuff. So the ability to react to your opponents in their turn, as you know, is like well, if they're going to if they're so he they they can pull out their token, run away, and you go well, I'm just going to follow you and charge, and then still kill them. Or if they go, I'll activate someone else and you can wait and then you go, oh, I'll wait, react, kill, and then kill that unit. And then you have your turn and go, yeet, can I be in again? It's brilliant. It's, I think it's um, underappreciated. Yeah, and I think that leads into <clears throat> why I wanted to try move on to what I'm starting to put some reps in with, and that's Yoda. I think the more you play with him or even against him, the the amount of options that you get from it is amazing <laughs> i've only played like three or four and i'm sitting there going wow i've really balls this up but if i'd done this and thought about this like the different possibilities that you've got and the sequence of how you play your command cards um so i was playing um alfie's dad and um alfie was um sat there going oh yeah he's gonna go three two one three two one three two one like is because obviously that's the ex- um scenario you expect so i did three two but then I actually replayed three um, and I didn't play one until it would have probably been turn five or six. And the logic for that, for me, especially the list I'm running um, with um, Yoda in a, a clone ball is it, it's all about the defensive token generation. Um, the two like him doing the attack um, and the current list I want to play on, which I'm playing on Thursday. So unlucky Jack um, it is um, Yoda battle meditation with double full arcs. Um, and again, it, I'm not caring about Yoda's one pip or getting him into melee. He is a 200 point token generating tax with guidance. Um, that one pip is the perfect counter for someone charging you, or depend, yes. or depend, or or them getting a <clears throat> excuse me, them getting it as a silly range. That three two three scenario is perfect for clones because it's a three. Lovely, everyone's got a token. Can they get some fire support shots in? Probably not, but we'll see what happens. Turn two, uh, pit two. Okay, someone's got outmaneuver and he's got outmaneuver. Uh, someone else has a dodge. Perfect. It's really handy if you're playing double Jedi on mm-hmm. that as well. Turn and then you do the three again. By which time there's definitely some sort of ranged combat going on. Shall we say? Fire support the fuck out of someone. Yeah, it's not it's just brilliant. The- it's not just the fire supporting; it's the um, token generations and the defensive ones. So, in oh my eyes, yeah, obviously. So I say you're getting your two dodges. You've got two surges for the turn, um, and 
um, looping back to earlier, where saying that what looking from what um, Matt's opened my eyes to, it's Yoda Padme um, in, in yeah. the list because you can guidance the quick thinking if you want some more tokens. You can mm-hmm. um, obviously guidance any squad to generate a standby for him to be able to force push them out into the usual shenanigans of Yoda. But then, it, especially on his two pip, you can guidance them arcs. And even if it's not on the two pip, on the three pip, you guidance an arc just to generate your, your army and aim. Um, so you can generate tokens in so many different ways. And all of them tokens are keeping your squads alive. Um, and that's the intention because I'm running with barrier um, and I'm not running with burst. So the only time I'm speed free is on a one pip. But mm. I don't, I'm playing him literally like I move speed one, I guidance. What's speed your one, force, pa- force powers? What is your third one? Uh, push, uh, yeah. Push barrier, push barrier meditation. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so it, it where what's I, your lo- what's your logic on the meditation? Just talk me through it because you're just. just I know t- you're you're passing tokens to other things that are like if you're playing his pip one. It's, you just no, it it's else, just no? it's just for his two pip. So you're playing it for two straight <laughs> three turns a game, yeah. Um, because the two pip is Yoda and one of a clone unit. So yep. you're picking your full arcs, your squads. So you battle med the other full arc squad. So you've got both of your full arc oh, squads yeah, now have yeah yeah. So now both of your full arcs have outmaneuver, start with a dodge, and have um, relentless. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm quite happy to go move, move, shoot, and then I guidance one shoot. Two aims. Yeah. So they've got two aims. You then um, guidance. Guidance. You can't guidance a shoot. Yes, you can. You guidance a move, so therefore you trigger relentless. Oh uh, yeah, that's the way. Yep, sorry, yep. my brain was thinking. Yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so you go, I'll move, move. I'll generate two aims. Maybe you only need to use one for Pierce because you roll really well. So you guidance the same unit again. Now they've got two aims again, and you just use them that time around. And again, because you're clones, if you, you roll really well again, use one for Pierce, and you've got now got one spare for the other arc unit. Like, yeah. the it, it's I'm putting all the offensive firepower on the arcs. Now, I do still have two phase ones with heavy weapons as well. So I've got four heavy hitting units plus the, the Jedi. Um, and then well, I've what, got would quite, what would be quite cool in that scenario is to have a clone commander who then directs uh, yeah. one squad of the clones. So when you do do your shenanigans with your arcs, you go, well, I'll also use fire support. And so I want all of the dice. Yeah, no, I, I really want to try in a few lists. And I think my focus piece is definitely Yoda. Um, but I'm, I have found with my list building so far, I like taking clone commanders. I like taking like Padme and stuff. Uh, and then I have a boil unit as well. So I've now got three units which only generate me tokens. And then that means I tend to only have four offensive units in my army. Mm. And I'm not sure if that's okay because I've generated lots of defensive tokens or I'm not doing enough damage. I need, need lots of playing and I'm looking forward to playing them, but it's it suits my play style being this defensive um yeah. I, re- I really like that um, and clones lean into it quite well with token sharing and obviously back uh the, the two jedi anakin and yoda um but i think yoda gives me the options in a blizzard matchup which anakin doesn't <sighs> blizzard can it, can, can it go away now just it's boring i right if Ollie were here, he'd be disputing, saying, no, it's not boring. It's great. It's fun. It's, it's winning. It's like, yeah, but if you... Oh, it's like it's like, it's like Man United in the 90s. Right, go away. Done. Fine. We've seen you win. Just piss off now. That sort of thing. <laughs> just, just, just do one. And just be be different. Is, so... Just, and that's, I think that, that is my, that's, that I think I might not be the only one who thinks it's like, oh, it's boring if someone just turns up with Blizzard because it's like, oh. Jumping slightly ahead, though. 
Yeah. Um, obviously, what we're going to tackle with Q and A and stuff. What would you, as a someone who plays against it and hears Ollie brag about it, what would you currently change? I feel that it's just a. I feel it's just a little bit of a points tweak, that uh, it's a specific to Battle Force tweaks, and I'd actually maybe say this is a thing for Battle Forces in general. If you can tweak certain points for certain units, just that are involved in those battle forces, then I think that changes it for me. Um. I think it's just a points tweak because they're just going the battle, battle uh, Blizzard Force players just sitting there saying, "Oh, I'll just take a bid, eliminate the chance of taking a bid, okay. make it make it so they have to make a decision." So, like you go, okay, well that so it's a, say that what's the average Blizzard Force bid? What sixteen points? Um, no, Ollie runs his at twenty three. Okay, yeah, but I mean the average. I mean, as far as Ollie's concerned, you should only be taking his list, which was twenty three points. <laughs> All right. Okay. So twenty three points in a Blizzard Force. So basically, just basically, you're saying, okay, add ten points onto Blizzard Force Vader, add and then add point, add the, the rest onto there. Make the make the choice. Make them make a choice about what upgrades they do or don't take, so that if they want to have that bid, they can have that bid. But you have that bid at a sacrifice because the the the, the list is still good, even without certain upgrades. Make sense. Yeah, I mean, it makes perfect sense. It's just, um, I'm not sure where them points are added. Um, I think I don't think it's Vader. Um, I'm just uh, that was my speculation to chuck. Yeah, it out. I think maybe it's on the bikes, um, just like five points each. But then bikes have come down so far, um, and I think if you increase them by five points, um, yes, you could fill it in. You lose your bid. Yeah, maybe that is the option, but well, that's the thing. Why don't you? You know, we've seen in um, in in the droid, the experimental droids, mm-hmm. and that they've edited, they've edited and made specific battle force unit cards for the same unit, i.e., the, ta- the the snail tank and. Well, they've done that with the HRUs as well. And the, yeah, no, but HRUs are like a new unit, but you know what I mean, as in. Oh, the snail droid and the, the snail droid. Yeah, they've just tweaked um, that. Yeah, so they've made the say it's the same unit, but with a different with some, with some different keywords on that sort of thing. So you could maybe on the bikes, maybe say it's a Blizzard Force bike, so the points are different. Um, yeah, I mean we have seen them do that. Um, I think what they they're they're saving them opportunities, or the feeling I get from the design space they've gone into with that is they are using it to bring units that aren't seen much competitively or on the table. Yeah. to be put on the table more yeah, that's a very um, and i think it is working really well um i think the the fluttercraft option um and the whole wookie army is fantastic does that mean we'll see a double saber tank army at some point maybe like <laughs> <'Cause> you, <laughs> you just never that's one that i think is saber t- other than one or two other i would like invasion force invasion force to be revisited um so i can take triple aats i want that oh. kind of yeah and i and i still want my 8 b1s like <laughs> it's hard have it, you can't have it all make me <laughs> <laughs> no, so, no but on, but you asked me a genuine question what would i change about mm-hmm. blizzard is like you've got to make it so that there is actually a choice uh, mm-hmm. to to the players that play it and make them go ah oh, sugar if i'm actually going to do this or this do i actually want to sacrifice my 
X to have this, to have the yep. bid, or am I going to go, you know what, I'll roll the dice with the bid? Because yeah, as uh, I never, I never played Rexstar, but Rexstar was like everyone gave the Rexstar so much crap, and I, and I get why. Mm-hmm. But I never, pl- I never played it because it wasn't my, it wasn't my jam. I get why, but that's how I feel about. See, I see Blizzard Force on the table, so it's like, all right, okay, fine. And it, and, and it, it kind of, if Ollie were here, he might be able to tell me I'm wrong. But if I, it, I have a feeling he's going to be taking this, the same slash ever so slightly different list to Worlds again. Oh yeah, unless something unless something changes, changes. but that completely. but that in my head that's boring as. However, <laughs> but however, if you become world champion, but yeah, is that's it boring. The thing, but yeah, that's, that's the thing. If you, it's like it's like yeah, it's, that's the thing. It's like however, if it if it wins, and then why shouldn't you take it? That's the count. By dear God, like, we can't let Ollie win. <laughs> it will be insufferable. I want him to win, but by <sighs> God, I don't. <laughs> Any other UK player, it's, please. It's, it's kind, I want Nav. It's kind, I want Nav. Or hail Nav. It yeah. would. Be, it would be. <laughs> it would be. Could you imagine? We oh. wouldn't. We'd have to not like uh, Ollie. We love you, but we'll have to sack you from the podcast because we'll just. <laughs> we'll never hear. We'll never hear the end of it. We'll never and, live uh, it down. No, it would just no because whenever I turn up to events, it'd be well, oh, we're jumping. <laughs> but, all I'm going to say is that's um, that's it, it, he would be insufferable because that's what you expect from someone who's privately educated. Oh, oh, nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no um, I'm looking forward we, to playing anyway, the clones. Yeah. Wrapping up the yeah, um, I want to play lots of Yoda, get some reps under my belt um, to give me a clearer decision on what I'd like. Um, and then on, as we start to get a date regarding Geonosians, I'll start to look at pl- uh, playing them and proxying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, proxying like some Mandalorians. Uh, well, just any model, really. Wow. Well, but yeah. Just because you don't see Mandalorians <laughs> on the table that much. Re- specifically, Rebel Mandalorians. <laughs> I don't own any Rebels. They suck. Well, they do. Oh, do you know what that bit? <laughs> that's, that's a battle force I want to see. The Rebel, Rebel Mandalorian battle force. Yeah, the Bo-Katan I mean, stuff. I reckon the they can do it. Stuff they can, oh, hundred percent, they can do it. It'd be that's that's what that's that should be out. There we go. Din as a commander. Sorry, have Din as a commander. Oh, that'd be fun. That would be very fun. Yeah, yeah. Din and Sabine there. as commanders, and then uh, man, your normal Rebel Mandos as uh, troopers. Well, no, essentially, the other, the, uh, and in, in addition to that, um, Clone Wars Ahsoka. Yeah, uh, she yeah. needs to be out. She needs to come out at some point, um, so that'd be fun. Because she's got, well, she will. She'll soon be having two iterations of her in Shadowpoint. Uh, um, yeah, because she's she got is. the bot corset and then the next one of a Padawan one. But anyway, anyway, yeah, it's not a Shadowpoint <sighs> podcast. It's not a Shadowpoint podcast. Although um, it, the, the the models, I just digress. We weren't going to talk about it too much. Um, have you seen much of them? Yourself? Yeah, I've got. I've got. Uh, have you got it? I've got, got, yeah, I've got a corset and a couple of expansions. Yeah, so same. They're beautiful. Yeah. They are absolutely gorgeous. The quality's there. I, I'm, it, and I'm really looking forward to painting them because they're just. But it's because they're bigger. Yeah, no, then that's partly. I think that's what bigger isn't because not always necessarily better. But um, it, it, yeah, it's going to be fun to paint them. Uh, as a novice painter, it's just I'm, I'm like, yeah, I've got to respray all my clones, and I've got some apothecary white ready to do all that stuff because I've learned yeah. how to paint white because painting white sucks. I also think. Um... It's a testament to AMG's model designs. Obviously, I think it's carrying over into Legion as well. Yep. Um, like the quality of the sculpts, uh, especially them new sculpts that they showed a uh, um, a mini extravaganza. 
really excited for them. And I think it comes from the fact they've had a couple of years now with um, Marvel. Yeah. Um, and then I, I think you could see it when you look at the Marvel core set oh, comparisons. The MCP, the MCP stuff oh. is also very good. Well, yeah, from the Iron Man one to the the latest Iron Man in the core sets, the sculpts are so impro- massively improved. And yeah that will reflect in the releases going forward. And I think Gian Oceans prove it. Yep. Um, they're going to be so fiddly to build. Oh, the, uh, do you know, so what was the fiddly one for me? Uh, no matter what game you're playing, B1s. B1s. <laughs> oh, it annoyed me when I was doing Shadpoint B1s. It's the way we just same, build them together. <laughs> they did the same bloody head design. Oh, it's so stupid. They don't need to. But I oh, just, I just, you know what? Actually, also, I've got some of the the, the, the Magna Guards um, from the Dooku set. Oh, Dooku set, just, yeah. And um, I was put in the, 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 the you've got the main chest torso and you've got the little uh, abdomen should we say mm-hmm. just get it like that um you meant to put two of them together and put them back to back and then and it's there one of them flew off onto my new Ping. onto the rug onto the rug <laughs> that we have that is new that is gray and white and black could i find it no, so I just went sod it. You're having half a torso. No one's ever see because the cape because the cape is the other side, so no one's ever going to see it. Four days later, my two year old's like, "Daddy, daddy, daddy, daddy." I'm like, "What have you got in your mouth?" And it's a bit of plastic, and it's that bit of torso. <laughs> now you stick it's, it on. It's battle damage. That's uh, <laughs> that's why I did with the dog ate the barricades from the from the Legion corset. That was hilarious. Oh, it just looked like they've just been shot or scraped out by a rancor. It's hilarious. So obviously I've only just uh, picked up some cards, haven't I? So I opened up Yoda. I brought him the day he came out because he had a burst of speed in for Vader. So I was getting the cards out and I sat there um, sleeving uh, my new uh, clone cards uh, while I was working and I was looking after the dog in a meeting. And the dog comes over, grabs a card. And what Brilliant. card does she steal? She steals Yoda's one pip, so it's now got <laughs> like four or five t- teeth marks all the way through it, like punctured. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I still everyone, it. If, if anyone's ever playing, you was like, wonder what card he's played there. Yeah, <laughs> luckily, I say she she, bo- she bit it before I sleeved it, but when I reveal it now, there's just this chewed Con- up command card. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, what, what was that one called? Not, not there is no try. Uh, oh, what is the uh, one pip? Uh, nice. Luminous uh, beings, we there is no size try. matters not. Size matters not. Teeth matter not. In this yeah, case. <laughs> just <laughs> scribble it out. <laughs> Bite marks matter not. They don't. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, you're having home with clones, and that's all that matters. Um, yeah. Ha- yeah. So uh, yeah, well, we'll report back and check back on this as time goes on because it could be a nice little journey for you. Uh, what I will find hilarious is if you practice all this time with clones and then go, nah, I'm taking battle plane blizzard force. Yeah, in February, that'd be yeah. No, I won't. I think if I, uh, I could be tempted if I if I don't like it, just to practice with Palpatine a hundred times. I think that could be quite viable. Um, or because um, I've done a f- few little tweaks and iterations to the list, just to kind of adapt to the meta with impact and stuff. Yep. Um, and then I've looked. Um, I still think Double Dark Troopers are still really strong. Um, it's changed the list in quite a few ways, but I think it's also another option. I could still just take that again. What um obviously with the ITC coming up soon, is there mm. have you have you spawned any ideas? Um I'm not playing, so Are you not? Uh, no, I am judging the whole event, aren't I? So, oh, I'd forgotten that you were doing that. <laughs> yep, you know, it's a big event, I judge. Uh <laughs> but I think importantly you've been, sharp, you've been shafted there. Although yeah. you would get like a free holiday to Spain, maybe because of... Yeah, maybe. Um 
but I think it will be a very interesting event to keep an eye on um, because it's a month before Worlds. Yeah. Uh, and there's no, I don't think there's any releases. That, so I think Geonosians are dropping Q1, but I think they're aiming for January um, from what I'm, I'm, I'm hearing. So if that d- Christmas presents, though, to be fair. Idiots. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I don't think that's uh, by AMG's choice. I think that's a production issue because no, no games have got it. So there's no Shatterpoint, there's no um, Marvel, and there's no Legion releases oh. over the Christmas period. What are, the, they're just have, are they their only three IP games they have? Uh, there's X-Wing and uh, Armada. Nothing coming <laughs> for those two either? No. <laughs> they haven't got any. They didn't get anything announced at a mini, mini extravaganza. Uh, so they've got no releases over the next year. Um or they might do. They might get announced at Adepticon because they're going to do two announcements a year. Yeah. Um, but what um, the with the three IPs that they're they're pushing at the moment, so yep. say Shatterpoint, Legion, and um, Marvel, the only releases between now and Christmas is Marvel's new core set, which just uh, got dropped the other week. Yeah. Which, um, by the way, it also looks pretty fun. Uh, and then Shatterpoint's command deck. Um, the the new mission pack that is end of no is that no no that is November yeah that's a couple um, weeks time but that doesn't come from the same production line as miniatures because it's just all cards yeah it's paper so there's definitely something that they've not told anyone why because a company that is selling this and wanting to compete with GW does not miss Christmas mm. wonder if it's something to do with Disney. If it's Disney, it's probably because they've not signed off any of the new releases. I was gonna um, say, yeah, no, actually, think about it. Maybe that is because because obviously they had the strike in Hollywood. I wonder if that has indirectly affected uh, IP produced, but like things for knock-ons. You, you know where I'm going, but mm. yeah. So I wonder maybe if that's had something to do with it. It could well be. Yeah, I mean, part of the um, actors' writers' strike. Yeah, it's maybe a... that was part of the solidarity. They've gone. Well, we're not getting involved with that. Yeah. Hey, I could be wrong. I'm just speculating. I'm just chucking ideas out. But uh, but yeah, I think that ITC is going to be important to watch because I think which, all the lists will be at Worlds. Which one happens first? ITC, ITC yeah. or LVO? Uh, LVO happens at end of January. So it's like the 20th, uh, was a calendar? Uh, bah, 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 20th, 20th, yeah, 19th, 20th, and 21st is LVO. Is anyone from I think. Uh, Team UK going? Is I'm assuming Dave is he going? He was what, LVO. I don't think so. Have we got any anyone from Blighty going over to LVO? Not that I'm aware of. Doesn't oh, mean they're well. not. No, That's <laughs> uh, fine. But uh, so that but for, so for me, an interesting one will be to watch what happens at LVO. Yes. To see what does that influence ITC, which then influences because because I'm yeah. nine. Am I? I'm probably right in thinking that. The vast majority, because there's so hang on, ITC has those three teams from each country, yeah, up to three teams, up to three teams. So you've got the uber competitive triads, mm-hmm. Ollie's team. The <laughs> I'm joking, uh, Ollie's team, like the uber, like the super competitive guys. You've got the mid tier guys, and then you've got the community engagement. You kind of that, that, so is that it? that's how you, am I... that that was the plan for Dave to put the teams together. Yeah. Um, obviously, the other caveat to all of that was. 
people who can go so the idea was if there was more than 12 people who wanted to go that's how he would break it down roughly yeah um but I, from my understanding at the moment um, but do reach out to dave grant um if you are interested in joining the uh english team uh there is a welsh team there is a um, scottish team as well there's a welsh uh, team Yes. Um, I say that only with surprise because obviously we've, we're only now li- literally hearing about stuff about in, in Wales um, from that recently. Yeah. So um, Jose um, Diaz reached out to me. Um, he's actually Spanish, but lives that in Wales. Well, that very Welsh yeah. name. <laughs> um, Jose so Diaz. <laughs> he, he's currently putting together a team for Wales um, or trying to get one. Um, at the moment, the Welsh team consists of no Welsh actual people but that's they're brilliant. all they all live in wales he's got one spanish and one polish or something like if you're familiar with said. if you're familiar with the days gone but if you're familiar with like, oh, south african and that was it south african a spanish and a welsh guy is currently I mean, the team that's very much the way like the welsh football team is worked out uh, not very very few of them are actually welsh they're all from flipping manchester a la, a la, a la, a la ryan giggs um oh that's going back a bit well yeah that's when i knew about football wow if you don't know who Ryan Giggs is, people, look him up. But don't Google him because you might be disappointed in some of your answers. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's cool. The other, is there an Irish team? I was thinking this the other day. Don't hear about Legion in Ireland because that would be but, a really good night out as well. <laughs> um, I mean, um, I didn't know anyone in Ireland, um, so we've got no representatives currently. But if there are Irish listeners and they want to attend the ITC, then please reach out to me and I'll get you in the chats and get you involved. I'd also love I mean, to hear from to any country. I'd actually love to hear from you if you're an Irish Legion player, if you've got a scene in Ireland uh, yeah, in general. Sure. Because, uh, it, yeah, because obviously, uh, you want, well, like I say, it'd be a hell of a night out if you have a Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> do you do karaoke? Oh, yes, we do. Um, anyway, yeah, so that's cool. But yeah, moving on. So this actually ties nicely into events because uh, obviously mm. we've spoke ITC, we've spoke uh, LVO. Uh, would be cool. If any anyone from UK is going to LVO, let us know because we'd love to... Uh, follow you and give you the props and big you up and all that sort of stuff. Um, but first off, um, obviously Nav, uh, uh, Navji, and, is it it's Navji and Wow or is it and Wow? Sorry, I'm just getting them. Nav, what's it? Anyway, Nav, Nav. He's just affectionately known as Nav. Uh, won his world's ticket at the weekend at Firestorm playing five o first. Congratulations, Nav. Um, taking the uh, what? Who, have you have you got a list of the total UK? people now or roughly is... yeah uh, we so who, do so who, who so... who's who's going who's going that we can currently in the world's chat we've got 16 participants um so How, oh can i play guess who can I, let's see, if you are not in this list please let us know because we might have missed you but we are trying to keep track on who wins each prime and get you invited i'm gonna see if i can remember based on who i've from so i've got nav yep only just have been added you uh yes that that bloke from Northampton, um, yeah, what's his name? Some yeah. knobhead. Yeah, yeah, that bloke. Dave. Uh, Dave Grant is in there now. Yeah, yeah. I want to say is Fraser in there. Uh, no, no. Okay, Jeff. Yes, Justin. Yes. Uh, I'm starting to loot. Forget Lila. Yep. Two one LGT. I can't remember. We had him on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 yes, Chris Reese. <laughs> yes, yeah. there you go. <laughs> uh, Chris, Mike Reese is going as well. Uh, Mike Reese is going. Yes, the two brothers are going. The two, the, the Reeses in their shorts. Uh, I don't, oh, suggestion: Don't wear shorts in Chicago in February. Might be a bit cold. 
It's March, but yeah. March even. So, well, same. Don't don't even do it in March. Um, so the Reese's. Ah, Ellis isn't going, is he? Ellis doesn't know he ain't won an event. He hasn't run his event yet. And no, put 15 I'm... randoms down for him to win. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. He hasn't sorted that out yet, has he? Uh, um, I'll put you out your misery. Jack Jack Prouting? Uh No. Oh! No. Uh, you got okay. Jack. Uh, I think it's Mooney. Um, yeah, put from... me out of misery now. Yeah, um, Elliot uh, from London, um, Ian Gardner as well. You've got Casper Berkman, uh, who came from MKGT, came fourth, no, third, third. Um, Lee Macken, um, I think he was. Of course, he is Lee. I forgot. Lee. Of course he is. Yeah, Lee, Lee was the first person in there. Um, uh, I don't know who that Mr. Hall is. Um, I, have, I don't know you have your mobile number saved, but Mr. Oh, Hall. Did um, uh, um, oh, young lad, oh, name's gone. Young lad, MKGT, droid player, played him. No. Like, you know who I mean, though. What's his name? Yes. Um... Oh, oh, why have we forgotten names? What's, what is wrong with us? Um... Oh, what is the kid's name? He's 18 now. The, He's the less pro- of a kid. The Prodigy. Prodigy, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll just call him the Prodigy for now. He's our hope against Dolly in years to come. Um, what is his name? Why have, we, why have we forgotten? Anyway, sorry, mate. <laughs> I feel really embarrassed. I've uh, forgotten names. Anyway, so that's is that, so that's the crew going so far. Yeah, so, so we've got 16 in the chat. Obviously, we don't know if everyone is going exactly, but um, yeah. Me, Tom and, Tom and I had a discussion, and we said that because we know we can't afford to go to America, we won't try competitively to win any tickets. So you're That's welcome. Wrong. You're welcome, everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. So um, Tom's obviously running his because I think now there's there's at least before the end of the, I think before the end of the year there's at least three, four events that have got t- tickets on the line. Two up yes. north, one down High Wycombe, and somewhere and one somewhere else that's for, forgotten. I'm sure there's four, and then there's there's probably one or two others uh, just after New Year, I imagine. But, uh, what well, with tickets? New uh, just after New Year. Yeah, I don't think there's many. There's Alberg. Yeah, one or two. Talk well. Yeah, well, we'll come on to that in a second. The, since our last show with Rene on, there appears to be a very big uptake in, in of Brits traveling to Alberg in Tom that, Sefton. Thank you, Tom Sefton. <laughs> we are very very soft. Sorry <laughs> for forgetting your name. Anyway, um, since the last show, there seems to be a very big uptake in people wanting to go to Denmark. Um. Just I think the timing works quite well for people to go to Oldborg straight after New Year. Um, I unfortunately can't, but uh, that's the way life is. Um, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Are you going? Uh, I know. I think there is a little no. group. I think Matt. Hang on. There's, I think they made a subgroup. Who was in our in our, in our Discord? Yeah, I believe this. Uh, it's Matt Haslam, Ollie, uh, not Ollie, um, Jack, Nav, um, and someone else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was looking at going and wanted to go, um, but the wife kindly pointed out with the fact that if I was doing that in January, I'd then be doing Spain in February, then Worlds in March, um, and it was kind of a bit of a piss take for me to then <laughs> disappear f- to three different countries in three months, uh, and none of it work-related. So. Eh, eh, yeah, to be fair, she's not wrong. Well done, Louisa. No, she's not wrong. <laughs> she's not wrong. <laughs> that's a, yeah, yeah. And, to be, and, and, and my, mine correctly pointed me out, we've just bought a house and you haven't got any annual leave left. Uh, so, no. And I was like, that's fair enough, no worries. So, 
We'll wait. And to, to be fair, any, so maybe after April, that might be quite handy because after April, uh, we get 15 hours free of childcare. So my so our disposable income goes up reasonably nicely. <laughs> you reckon? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, re- no. re- reasonably nicely. I mean, well, what? So it's 15 that, hours. That, 15... that goes somewhere else, mate. Trust me from experience. That, that, that you're going, oh, yeah, we've got that much. No, it'll just go somewhere else. Don't say these things, Andy. It's just a hope <laughs> I have one thing. No, it's false illusion. <laughs> Anyway, right events. So, uh, firstly, I'm going to do this one because it was it was messaged to us. Uh, so, this is from Crispin Wolford. I'm going to read the the messages verbatim. Uh, said, "Hi there, hey there." So, trying to copy me there, but not quite. I'm jointly running a non-championship tournament, Worcester, uh, Worcester War Games. I wondered if you could give us a shout out. We're trying to grow the community in the West Midlands. Uh, I'm also going to be cheeky and ask if you might have any prequel or art cards. I believe Ollie should be on the case, or you on the case for that one. Anyway, the prize pool we have is from very old kits. We want to try and uh, entice players from all factions. Uh, hopefully, Ollie is on the case. Uh, if he's not, um, he might get his P45 from... <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> um, no, I think Ollie's in the case anyway. But either way, um, so uh, here's the event. It is Worcester War Games on Sunday, the 19th of November. Um Worcester War Games is Trinity Street, Worcester, if anyone's interested. Um, if you want to speak to, his name is Crispin, Wol- Crispin, uh, Crispin Wolford. He's the guy organising it. There is a Facebook event for there. Um, so, yeah, give that a go if you're in the West Mids. Um, I know there's quite a few people around the Midlands area. So, Mr. Macken, if you're listening, maybe you might want to grace your uh, them with your appearance and just tell them uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, so yes, that uh, event. Uh, obviously, Tom's got his um, Tabletop Republic one on the 18th of November uh, in High Wycombe. I believe there's about four tickets left. Um, might be three because hopefully one of my mates, Adam's coming along as well. So that'd be cool. I'm going. Um, no idea what I'm going to run. Generally, no idea. I might just turn up and go, boom. That's what I list. And talking of turning up and going, boom, it's the man who's had a haircut and it looks like he shaped his beard to look like Bill Bailey. He looked like Bill Bailey if he'd had a pie too much. You <laughs> you can talk. I can, because I mean, I, I can. I'm a, I'm a bloke. I'm a bloke approaching my 40s, mate, so I can say what You're I want. He's muted himself. It's great. That whole run we've just missed completely. Right. No, right. <laughs> right so the, the man whose beard grows in layers over his double chin. Get out of here. I mean, I, it does look like you've got a pedo's comb over, though. Me? Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Genuinely does. <laughs> also, when, I didn't realise your hairline was receding. Oh, much. hugely. I'm balding up. <laughs> that's happened. But the thing, is, the thing is, that's happened really quickly. Give it, give it, honestly, give it. Give it two years, and I'll look like Alfie's mum's husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's two mentions now. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, though, I'm not going to cling on to them weird, those very strange little tufty bits he's got on the sides. It's, uh, but no, but no, I have to say it's because like the light is shining, and it, like I'm blinding a little bit. Oh, is it? Because I'm usually sat in the dark, aren't I? <laughs> Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, for those of you, who, for those of you unaware, Ollie is here. Ollie is here, having collected, collected his car from wherever the hell he needed to collect his car. The dodgiest garage in Slough. <laughs> and him saying, "Yeah, I'll be on it. I'll be, on, I'll be on for eight. No, I changed to eight thirty. Hey, he listen, I, I was, I was five. driving out of there, and right, so the guy that I got him with to collect the car, he went, "Oh, your brake lights aren't working." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> guess we're going back in." <laughs> 
That's a problem. <laughs> what is the new vehicle that you've got? Uh, some Citroen thing. Oh, we should. We could have changed it from guess where Ollie lives to guess his car. Oh, you missed an opportunity there. <laughs> yeah. Well, can we? No, no. Hang on. Now, people of people of the Datstone Moon Discord, you know it's a Citroen. Time to play. Guess the type of Citroen. Guess the number plate. <laughs> guess, guess, guess the number plate. Guess how poor Ollie is at this moment in time. <laughs> <sighs> but but po- back poor, to poor in funds, ri- poor in funds, rich in oh, life. Oh, well, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little more rich in strife these days, to be honest. Um, so you join us as we were actually talking about events. So I was li- literally, I was just plugging Tom's event, saying, "Oh, I haven't, I haven't run anything. Uh, I've just picked what I'm running. I'll run something random. Who knows? I've got a clue when I go to Tom's, and that's at a Tom's event at Tabletop Republic on the 18th of November. But just you missed some uh, us talking and p- talking about Blizzard Force earlier. Just to say, don't want you to go into too much of it because your we know your take is if anyone's taking Blizzard Force that isn't your Blizzard Force, they're yes. wrong. So that's we know. So we knew that to be the thing. I was saying, I'm bored of it now. Get rid of it. In this, not get rid of it, but bored of it now in the same way that everyone was bored of Rexstar and the same way that people were bored of other previous things. Just it's time to move on for right. me. So my, my, my opinion on this, right, and you can look at the scoreline from LGT. Right? So three very, very capable players took Blizzard Force. Or was it four in the end? I can't, I can't remember how many. And the, okay, three. so three very capable players took Blizzard Force to LGT, okay? where it's an event where you should be taking the best lists to do the best that you can. Now, two of those players were on a negative win rate over, over, the, over the course of the weekend, and only one, and that's somebody who has played quite a few reps with it, has played, has played against me, has spoken to me, has talked about it, gets the win. And in a lot of those games, it was 50-50. It could have gone either way for him because I was watching it. I think that the meta has caught up and that Blizzard Force is no longer the force to be reckoned with. It's just about how much you've played it and how much you understand it that becomes the danger point. So, for instance, like me and Chris Reese, who've played a lot of games with it, we now understand it, we know how to react with it in certain situations, but games can still come down to that 50-50 dice roll regardless, which is not what Rexstar used to be, from my understanding. Uh, that's a fair statement in terms of that's not what Rexstar used to be. I My, my point about Rexstar was... Just I'm bored. <laughs> I'm just kind of bored of hearing about it. I just want to get rid of it. No, not get rid of it. I just want it to. I want. I want the meta to change. But that's because we haven't had anything to come out to change it. That's all really. But that was just my. That was my gripe. My little whinge. But then that's just it, really. Um, and also then said, uh, you're probably going to be taking it to Worlds, aren't you? Uh, it, it honestly depends. Um, my my most my most likely candidate at the moment depending on release dates, is going to be the Inquisitors um, alongside some other stuff um, to go Don't to think. go with them. I'm not sure what the release dates are looking like. I think World Team Championships were definitely on Blizzard, unless something crazy happens in December again. Um, but for the moment, yeah, we're, uh, we're on that for World Teams, and then I'll, I'll make my decision um, for Worlds after that. So Andy, I think you said that that wasn't the case. Nothing coming out bar the June Oceans. Is that right? Before yeah. Wells. So there you go. Just to help you out there, cool. Ollie. Catch up. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a case of just looking at it and seeing what the Geon Oceans can do, what lists go well into them, if we're going to get a points update like Armada got recently. Um, so, you know, the, these things could drop at any point. 
um, to balance the game or do you know make some additions. So I'm really, really interested to see what happens with the other factions. Personally, I'd love to take Rebels to Worlds, but I haven't got the heart in it. Uh, you don't want to, you want to make sure you win again. <laughs> yeah, all flights paid for just so he can lose. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a statement. <laughs> anyway, take a fun list. Go on, <laughs> play, go go there and play skirmish. Um, <laughs> that's for that's, that, that's for Navin Johannes Day too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to what we were talking about. So events. Um, so uh, I was actually, I suppose it's a good time. You can talk about the TNM event. So 11th and 12th of November, we are over at Kingdom Gaming in Northampton. Uh, 24 players with around 13 to 14 tickets already sold. Uh, So please do get booking your tickets as soon as possible. We want to make the event as fun and as large as we possibly can. The more of you that come, the bigger the prize pool. Um, And also, we will be doing a That's No Moon. uh, I think raffle's the wrong word for it, but a, a prize draw across the course of that weekend. Please say Tombola. <laughs> okay, we, we, we will be doing a Tombola um, to raise money for a charity um, for one of our members, Stu, who wonderfully donated um, a fantastic Star Wars Celebrations. Uh, what's it called? It's a Strike Me Down set. It's the limited edition Vader and uh, Luke operative models with their... Um, They've also got limited edition command cards in them. I don't know if you knew that, um, but they come with alternate artwork, which were only found in that set. Um, and you can put Palpatine on a base. So the backstory is that it was donated to us by one of our Discord followers and and fans of the show slash general awesome dudes too. And um, he, we were like, oh, dude, we'll, we'll, we'll give you cash for it. We'll, we'll buy it from you. And he was like, no, 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 no. And we were like, well, no, we've got to. And he was like, okay, make a donation do it to a charity so we as tnm donated uh i think it was 100 yeah 100 110 pounds to prostate cancer charity and can't remember, was it prostate cancer uk i can't remember the exact one now I've, it's, I've got the email somewhere saying what it was but yeah it was it so we've done so instead of paying him he said don't worry about it uh because he'd already got another set as well which hand helped uh, he said donate that charity and that is for him and um well it's for him that's one for you, Stu. Um, so big thanks, to, big thanks to him yeah, for that. So the will be I'll, I'll have a raffle tickets book on me um, throughout the duration of the weekend. Uh, it will be a public event, um, so people can come in and buy tickets outside of the eighteen from the tournament as well. Um, just so if anybody's any if anybody just wants to pop down, say hello, come say hello to Andy and myself, the TNM team that are going to be on site. And come and say happy birthday to the man whose hair, for some reason, will never recede, Mr. Terrell. <laughs> um, please do so. And the money will, of course, be going to a good cause. They retain their hair in the fens, mate. That's how that works. <laughs> one too many fingers. <laughs> one, too- <laughs> one too many hairlines. Um, so that's the TNM. Andy, you've got your usual stuff going on. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've got our uh, store championship uh, this weekend on the 28th. We are sold out. Um, but good news regarding uh, War Games Workshop. They have recently just purchased the uh, uh, store that was next door, um, which has opened up uh, a lot more space. So f- hopefully future events uh, will be able to cater for a lot larger uh, player base now. So we're not going to be capped at 16 players we're probably going to be closer to like 24 um, plus players. 
Um, so that's great to hear, um, obviously, because there's usually waiting lists um, for these events. Um, so it'd be great to actually be able to accommodate these extra people um, for our monthlies. Um, I've also pulled up the leadereventsapp um, and had a look at other world qualifiers that are coming up. So on the 4th of November, you've got a fistful of dice running theirs um, in Portsmouth. You've got um, Duke's Gaming um, in Pontypool in Cardiff running their world qualifier. Uh, where else did I see? There was quite a few coming up. Uh, High Wickham's obviously one, which we've talked about. Um, Gillingham have got one on the same day. So if you can't come to mine, you can go to theirs on the 28th of October. They've got, uh, I don't know if there's tickets, obviously do double check with these places first. Um, but it does look like there's quite a few world qualifiers going on. Um, and there's also one at Broad in Bum, uh, Bum, <laughs> Broad in Brum, um, in Birmingham um, did, on the 28th as well. Did you mean Gillingham? What did I say? Gillingham, like same thing, right? with gills, yeah? Yeah. No, they'll be unhappy you said that. They'll be down there. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll be fine. <laughs> Um, so there's it yep so uh, moving on from there we've got more sort of themed slash fun events Um, where is it I had it loaded up Uh, Element Games on the 14th of October oh that has gone oh that happened what Oh, 14th of October is in the past it's in the past my brain was going thinking it was Halloween that's why but oh oh well that happened I hope everyone had fun it's spectacular (laughs) I thought it was I had that in my head for for the future but there we go um other events yeah so i had uh multi-day events going on for the uh in 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 the legion events app and obviously we have and i'm gonna go further afield amsterdam uh we've mentioned before on the previous show saturday 18th of november to sunday the 19th at uh at, at schiphol van der valk which is uh it's a world's open qualifier again that is basically it's next to the airport schiphol is the airport if you ever been to holland to uh, the netherlands i should say uh in France, Normandy, Saturday, twenty fifth of February to the Sunday, twenty fifth of February, at the uh, uh, now I'm I'm going to say as it's English, it's Centre Richard Lenoir, but I'm going to say it's Le Centre Richard Lenoir. I'm going to assume it's that, um, but that's in Normandy. So um, those of you, if you want to, what you do is you go down to Portsmouth or Southampton, get a little boat. Uh, go over to Le Havre and then um, just go over there and it's near, near Cannes um, lovely bit of the world down in Normandy uh, if you like your history obvious reasons um, further afield Buongiorno Milano Saturday 18th of November lots going on in the same same weekend um, Saturday 18th of November at the Italian Open uh, so that's that one there uh, what else we got down here let's go down to sunny Spain well, te- well, team championships. Obviously, we spoke about that. I'm not going to go that for now. Anything else? Zoom out. Look and see global. Oh, look, here we go. Germany, Poland. No, no, sorry, Germany. Saturday, second of December, and to the Sunday, the third of December, is the German Worlds, the German Open in Berlin. Uh, we've spoken about Oldborg, and then we go Poland. If anyone wants to go to Poland, uh, or if you are in Poland and you're listening. Uh, Saturday the 4th of November to the Sunday the, uh, Sunday the 5th in Warsaw is the now do I dare try and pronounce it shouldn't yeah why not I, well I shouldn't <laughs> but I feel like our Polish listeners will be disappointed if I don't try well, so Ma- Ma- Matthias the... will either be very grateful or he will threaten to kill your family there is no in between <laughs> <laughs> no, Matthias, Matthias will appreciate the effort 
but and but I know that Mickey and and Christoph will be will be appreciate the effort as well. I'm going to go with <clears throat> right. Uh, Braki Zolushkic won world's qualifier on the 4th of November to the 5th if I've said that wrong I apologise if I've smashed that and absolutely nailed it I want, a, I want a little comment saying well done cockles you've spoken another language you're not an arrogant Brit um, <laughs> uh, what else and that's it so far on leadingevents.app because at the moment the Europeans are using it brilliantly Americans, Australians Af- Africans, Chinese, Asians everywhere else you can use it as well by speaking to Jeff Porritt and just saying, can you add this to the uh, to the Legion Events calendar? And where it's worked, where if you go on legionevents.app, you can click on a little link that says data collated from the Legion UK events calendar. And even though you're not in the UK, you can still add it because we're accepting types, supposedly. Um, have I forgot anything about events, really? No, I don't think so. No. Nah. Um, that leads us on to the Q&A. So today I decided, right, Discord, our Discord um, community, of which, which are all amazing, um, I decided to put a little message out and say, we're recording this evening. Does anyone have any questions we can try and answer on the pod? So I'm just going to read the questions um, and then we'll just go from there. Uh, first question from a young lad uh, called Killy. Uh should Imperial Bubba have access to Rebel Bubba's cards? Ollie, you can go first because you haven't said much here so far. Could you repeat the question? I was reading the Q's and A's in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, you don't need to read them because I'm actually going to read them out to you, so it's all good. So, should Imperial Bubba have access to Rebel Bubba's cards? Uh, the command cards he has, right? Yeah, but he's asking like, should he like, as uh, in like a theme and like, I know he does, but should. He? Ah, okay, sorry, mm. I mis- misunderstood the question. Um, it- it's hard because Boba does need a points increase, but would he be okay where he is if he didn't have rule with respect? But the rule with respect, same, uh, uh, just as like um, tax strike is super situational. You need to. It's almost like a. It's almost like a build your list around it. And I think whenever a command card forces you to take specific units to get the best out of it, then it's fine. You know, you get in Empire taking sniper teams and um, you've got like the shore troopers, but all you've got to do is just try and gauge your, your way around it. I think that Rebel Boba should stay the points where he is. And I think you should increase Boba's points by 10 points and let him keep access of the Rebel cards. Andy? Uh, no, I think it should be like uh, Maul. I don't think Empire Boba should have access to the um, Rebel ones because if you look at all the uh, like the themes of them, especially Rule of Respect, Empire Boba weren't ruling anything at that point. Like it's a different points in his life. Exactly why like the Shadow Collective Maul has access to the Separatist cards, but the Separatist Maul doesn't have access to the Shadow Collective cards. That's the, the phrase I'm learning, the, the, the word I'm hearing quite a lot here is, or thinking is, canonically. So, yeah, can, yeah, canon, yeah. canonically. Technically. <laughs> canonically. <laughs> See, what you're saying is, Rebel Bobber should not have Yeah, so he shouldn't have them. Uh, sorry, um... Yeah, so Imperial Bubba should not have access to Rebel Bubba's cards for me. Uh, sorry, Rebel Imperial Bubba doesn't get 
Rebel Brothers cards for me. Yeah, it's I get I get the logic. I get Ollie. I totally get your logic, but at the same time, it's kind of like you're. <sighs> there's no there's no need. <laughs> there's just no need to to give him those extra three cards because the Imperial uh, units available anyway just have other really good command cards. So it's kind of like, well, what's the point? We don't need to. But that's let's speak a minute. I think. So it, we we it's between the three of us. We've come at it the two ways that you can go looking at things, which is canonical and competitively balance. Yeah, um, and, and those are the two schools of thoughts on pretty much anything that you're going to come across in these in these fashions. So, you know, yep. um, it, for for instance, like uh, Commander Luke, should he get the one pip of Operative Luke? Because in the card artwork and canonically, that's him fighting uh, Palpatine on the uh, on the Executor, and he has a green lightsaber instead of a blue lightsaber. So it, it all depends on that. At what point you're going to pull in on what characters get access to what cards? Because canonically, Luke shouldn't be anywhere near as good as he is. He shouldn't have as good command cards as he's Commander Luke. Operative Luke should. So, do we take cards off off Luke? Do we take cards off Vader? Um, for when he's oh, operative, that, that, that from when be, he's that would be beautiful. That would be beautiful taking cards away from Vader. <laughs> it, it would be, but it, it it puts you into that um category of at what point do you stop? Where where do you draw the line of this is canonical? You know this. You know this. This shouldn't happen. That's a fair point. That's a very good point. Quite like it. Can't disagree. That's weird. That feels odd. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose you, you're right on that bit. But yeah, I, the problem is that because Boba is a good unit uh, and, and Commander Luke isn't, that's probably where the difference is. You need Commander Luke needs those cards to even make him vaguely playable. And even that's a vague statement there. Um, so that's that question. Thank you, Killy. You only get one because we've already kind of covered does Blizzard need more nerfs? Uh, so we've covered that already. Uh, next question from Wani. How do you play Cassian? Do you ever use his pistol? Do you need to have K2? And what uh, what upgrades are worthwhile? Um, Ollie, again, I'll start with you because you're mainly Rebel player, so Cassian, Rebel, go for uh, it. I don't think you need K2 with Cassian in certain list builds. If your list build is Cassian K2, cool. But I think that the better of the Cassian lists out there at the moment is Cassian Ahsoka. And in that list, you don't need K2 um, to gain the bonuses. His pistol is rarely used. Um, I like to use Cassian more or less as just a pinging unit, sit him at the back of the table, send shots off. With the Ahsoka list, you can use his pistol, though, because without the K2 giving you the aim, you know, the, the extra aims and stuff like that, he can be quite a good piece to run in and try and sort of pop the, pop the remnants of a, of a squad with his pistol. And whereas if you're building more into the Cassian K2 build, you just leave them at the back of the table and just aim shoot every turn. Andy? As someone who doesn't play Cassian, um, yes. <laughs> no, I, I think um, Ollie's kind of explained it pretty much spot on. Um, if you're taking K2, then yeah, you, you're taking it as a token generator just for the, the sniper config personally. I don't think you tend to take the pistol but it is situational and uh i don't play rebels so it's <sighs> most of the time i found playing against cassian that he is more impactful on the other end of that um 
where he is in sniper config um if he is um like in uh pistol mode i found he's too aggressive and just gets up kill, die and it probably cost the game yep the as a rule in life white save commanders should be as far away from potential mm. large dice pools as possible or hidden in cover a, a la uh pa, not pa, yeah well padme a la um leia they're the two that stick in my head that they just need to be hidden away and supporting cassian in his case is hidden not so much hidden away as much as in a little isolated spot in some really good cover just going pew at stuff um do you need to have k2 yeah ollie's kind of right situation depends what you're building around him you can have him and you can have him in there as a as a little just like a little distraction unit that's there and as soon as because you can you can do clever little things and is hidden away and then pops out and goes surprise and beats you with his overwhelm attack um if you've got an anti, everything everything's got anti armor these days, so he melts very quickly. And also, if you've got a certain Jedi that likes to throw lightsabers at him, yeah, he's going to die very quickly as well. That's my take on it, anyway. Uh, and what upgrades are worthwhile? Um, well, on K two or on Cassian, I suppose Hunter on Cassian is probably one because you can just snipe leaders. That seems to me to be the standout one. Anyone? Any disagreements? Any agreements? Uh, I, just Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Hun- Hunter's. Yeah more or less all you need don't think you need overwatch um because there's there's rarely a time where it's co- it, that's a cool thing to have though because it does make your opponent go a little bit it does, but, but the, the game is the game has so much range four these days empire mm-hmm. range four core separatist range four core republic range four core rebels are the only ones who don't really have a well they don't have a range four core rebel dlt oh yeah Thank you. I should, I should, Sorry, didn't you? Oh. Says the man who did. did I mean, I say that to you because you used to play Rebel DLTs and Luke all the bloody uh, time. That's the problem, though. My core were elite. That's why I'm. Uh... Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, um, K two, you just want Jin's pistol. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, next question. Moving on uh, from Reese in America. Should I play Wookies? Now, what you do in the safety of your own bedroom is up to you, my friend. However, if you're playing Star Wars Legion Wookies. Yes, um, for me because they're fun to play. If if then if you're looking to have fun, yeah, do it because now you've got the access to the Wookiee Battle Force uh, with the cards, and you can run full fur uh, with a little bit of white armor. It's just it, it would be fun um, if you're looking to probably be competitive. It's probably not the it's not probably not the one for you. However, um, I recall some some uh, Fenland folk saying on the previous previous show when we were talking to uh, Rene that is it five squads of Wookies with three wounds each could be an absolute nightmare to chew through, and they're running at your face every time they every time they lose a mini. Is that right, Mister Terrell? Yeah. Have you had a chance to actually try that in in, in real life or see it used in real life yet? No, I believe uh, the only person who has is not on the podcast. Tune in next week. Uh, sorry, tune in two weeks for our our, our, well, our first birthday show when Tom talks about his full Wookiee force. So, uh, Reese, watch this space. Ask that question next week, and we'll have that there for you. Um, Wani, you did have another question before, but I actually really like this one, so I'm just going to quickly bring it up with a simple 
yes or no's when a small supporting statement from Andy and Ollie. With the rise of guard, do you think the poison tokens will play a larger role in pushing damage through yes or no with a small supporting statement? Andy? Oh, say that one again, sorry. With the rise of Repu- <laughs> with the rise of the republic rise of the republic, do you think poison tokens can play a larger role in pushing damage through? Um, I think especially if we're going to um, a red save era, then yeah. Um, and I think with experimental droids, I think being fairly competitive again, I think you could lean into it going uh, saboteur in shields rather than sniper. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the sniper one is the better one, but um, yeah, I think it could be doable. Yeah, uh, Ollie, uh, no, simply because as soon as soon as droids rise, rebels rise, and then rebels just start pummeling them. It, 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 but rebel, it, but rebels would get poisoned as well. Yeah, re- rebels would get poisoned as well. But you're going to have to jump your 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 commando droids forwards, and if you kill a rebel trooper, eh, okay, sure. Yeah, I, I, I what, what, what I've seen is it, it, what I've seen is generally go in cycles is droids rise, rebels rise up to match. As rebels rise up to match, empire jumps in. As empire rises, then republic re rises, and then as republic re rises, droids go again, and it kind of goes in a bit of a circle in what lists tend to tend to counter each one, which makes little sense as you'd as you as you'd imagine that the uh, the order may be slightly different, but. I, I... And and Shadow Collective quietly cries in the corner. Oh, yeah, it's because it's not a real. Fa- it's because it's, <laughs> it's not a real faction. <laughs> um, oh, this is an interesting question. Um, this this is a young man from Cambridge called Matthew Haslam. Most overrated unit in each faction or battle force. Uh, let's go with faction. Um, overrated unit. Overrated unit is an interesting one. Um. Because it means that you're thinking it's better than it actually is when it isn't. So yeah, overrated unit. What do we? I'm gonna chuck one out. Only uh, this. Oh, yeah. Okay. This, I'm gonna give you a little weird. I'm gonna give you a little hot take just based on thinking this very quickly. Operative Vader, because Commander Vader exists, because of the way the suppression mechanic has changed. I think maybe. Operative Vader is more overrated than than so the, where when the better option is Commander Vader. Am I? Does that make sense? It it, it does, um, and I think that Operative Vader was always overrated in Blizzard, but Operative Vader is probably the better choice outside of Blizzard. Oh, and again, again, it's so because Empire is such a toolbox faction. The answer would, the answer would change list by list. Yeah, it probably would. But I'm trying to think of a. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion if you can, if you can take, if you can run Commander Vader, then you don't really need to play Operative Vader because unless it is your style. But this may be that he is overrated. And everyone thinks, oh, I must have Operative Vader because, and so therefore it is. People discard Commander Vader because he exists. I think that speeder bikes are overrated. Oh, really? Yep. For for the sole reason that if you do not play them perfectly, they fold like wrapping paper. 
it's nah, it, it, it's it, it's <laughs> it's such a positional thing. If you if you run a speeder bike out, take a shot at a unit, and then it just dies, which is very which is very very possible, um, and it happens often. You know, Republic can one shot speeder bikes off the table. Um, because and also, I've n- I've not seen that happen. I've never been able to one shot with speeder okay. bikes. They are not. I, I I am I'm astonished you've gone with speeder well, bikes. Overrated. The the well the, the better Republic player uh, Mike Reese would say that he's definitely uh he's de- <laughs> he's definitely taken up a unit of speeder bikes before. No, because it's once you kill one of them, the unit is the unit you, you you've taken its teeth out of it. Um, if you position them even slightly wrong, you can get you can get caught out and they just die. They're very, very. They're... Yeah, but so can any unit. Yeah, no, I would. I, I get that. It, I, I, I get your logic on that. But so can any unit. But if you, but if you're clever and, it's it's easier to misplace bikes than it is to misplace um to misplace infantry because infantry are going to be getting better cover because of how line of sight's working. Whereas your bikes, you've got to really carefully position them to get heavy cover. Um, you've got to make sure that they're exactly at range three most of the time, which is very difficult to do when you've got compulsory moves in the mix. Um, you know, it's there's there's a lot of stuff with them that if you make the smallest of mistake, you can just lose games, which in my opinion makes that unit overrated. See, I've never maybe it's because I've never come up against someone who's misplayed bikes, so that may be why I'm thinking that. I don't think it's just bikes. I think it's all speeder units um, I, uh, because I think barks fall into that trap as well because if any of the bikes, uh, barks, staps, um, I mean, rebels don't really have one, but swoop bikes, if any of them units engage too early or, as you say, you misposition them because you misjudged it or you didn't realise I'm going to get shot back by two units and I only planned for one, um, like they're the things that will cost you the game and it all comes down to that misplacement or mistiming um if you haven't got order control then obviously you need to disengage and do, like back off and not engage because it, you've pulled them as your first activation it's not to go with them and go oh i'm just gonna alpha strike because that's what they're gonna do um and it's making them small mistakes if you engage one turn too early that can cost you the game with them so but does I, that I, make, I can see does that make them overrated yeah or does it just make them? Or does it, it make? Or does it make them? In the conversation um, of having four of them, skill piece. Um, no, I think in the conversation of having four of them, yes, they're overrated, um, and it comes down to skillful play makes them good. Um, but then obviously people then go, well, four are good. Well, three's got to still be good, and it's like, well, no, the four kind of is the tipping point um, and gives them the advantage um, in, in Blizzard alone. Um, and free stats is not as good as free bikes and free swoop bikes definitely is not the same as free um, like stats or speeder bikes. Same with barks. Barks are there as a fire support platform, not as a, the same way uh, you would play a speeder bike. So, yeah, I, I kind of see where Ollie's going for with saying they're overrated. Maybe not agree a hundred percent, but I can s- agree with every logical decision he's explaining it. With. It's um, it's any any unit where you lose dice from your attack pool after you've taken a certain amount of wounds. In my opinion, comes under the under, comes under the overrated category because no other unit like no heroes do that. And um, when you're losing core, if it's a squad of five, you know, and you use three, you've still usually you've still usually got a heavy in there. And so you're still firing at a decent output. 
Um, and you know, it's if I if I'm if I'm facing forward and I need to get out of there, the difficulty of getting a bike back out of range of something, because sometimes you need to really try and hit and run something, and you you'll, you'll move, you'll shoot, and then it's really hard to just try and get back out of range of things or. And that's and that's why Andy was saying like a turn too early you lose the game. When I was playing against um, Nick Post round six at Worlds, I had to exactly hide hide my bikes perfectly every turn because he sat there with air speeders with removing cover with uh, snipers removing cover, and if I'd have moved any of them out of it, I'd have lost the game. So I essentially spent six turns hiding. No, again, I, I'm not, I'm. I, I totally get what you're saying, but I, I, does that make them overrated? As in, people do they, are people thinking some more of them than they should be, or is that just some, or, or is that just a case of using a piece, using a skill piece very well, a skillful piece, playing it correctly? That's that's maybe that's quite hard to discern between the two. But who, that's one thing. Uh, maybe that's quite hard. But you um, have that with literally any because every, every every unit that is classified as overrated by us. Is going to be a good. Is going to be a reasonably good, or we're going to think it's a good unit, and so you could argue that any of the, the any of the things that we're going to say that are overrated will always just come down to how skillful of a player you are with it. Yeah, I think I, you can do hard, the yeah. reverseness of that as well. In the same statement, you can say uh, like Palpatine is underrated, and I will sit there and disagree with you all day long. <laughs> but if you put Joe Bloggs. And this is like this is the difference between assuming it's Joe Bloggs behind the pilot or if it's a top tier player behind the pilot. Um, Joe Bloggs with speeder bikes will be like, yeah, these I don't see what the fuss is, and you you see it on Facebook all the time. Oh, I don't see what the benefit of ATRTs are. Okay, they're not a very strong, they're an underrated unit, but in the right hands, if you play it massively different, an ATRT can have a big impact on yeah. the game. Yeah, I think, um, and I think that's the. I think that's why I'm not thinking they're over they're, that they're overrated because people I've played who've played speeder bikes have generally been good players. So, so if you so put, I, so yeah. my experience of them has been, holy crap, they've been ter- they've been horrible with me. I, so rewind I, two years ago and remember how people used to play them. Was it I just ju- die forward and gun you down and you shot them down? And you were like, well, that didn't really scare me. No, they. Well, I can't. I'm trying to. It, they would. So the experience I've had is that if they lost one of them, as Ollie said, like losing mm. half, losing them, they'd then run it away, and I wouldn't be able to kill it, and it would cost you a game because it would be the points that would be the game. AKA playing game six at MKGT versus Lee. That one bike that stayed alive that I couldn't find. But that's kill. a good player again. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. So that's the experience <laughs> I had. But it's the same thing, which makes it a good unit, because, which doesn't, for me, makes it overrated, because it makes it a good unit because it was able to go vroom, 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 and run away but, and get out of range very quickly. But it's an army that you, any 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 uh, any list that, that relies on bikes, you can take the teeth out of it relatively quickly. If you, if you, if, if you kill three half bikes and I've moved three units to the back of the table, then. At that point, you're essentially kind of three activations up because you're not having to deal mm-hmm. with bikes coming at you, and that just means that I'm going to have to push with something else. Um, because yep. especially with blizzards, like blizzard is just Vader and friends. Vader yep. is the unit; everything else is just his bubble. The la the the last caveat on that one, I suppose, is if I'm playing this, I'm playing Lee again, and his army's coming at me, and his bikes come at me. That thing. If I'm shooting his bikes. I'm not shooting Vader and I'm not shooting thumbs 
so it's a, it's one of those weird ones that's uh if you're shooting bikes and you take a bike out cool that's a, that's apart from if you're playing breakthrough or what's the other one bike scoring bombing run and that sort of thing but if you're playing a mission where they don't score which is less likely when you're playing blizzard it doesn't matter too much because if you're shooting bikes you're not shooting, you're not shooting something that is scoring so to speak um andy what was yours was it or was it speeders what the uh, for o- Empire overrated no overrated in each faction we haven't really we, we, we've kind of <laughs> expanded this one just to be like one unit in general for us overrated um... so the key being overrated thing everyone goes oh it's amazing when it really isn't that's the key Cad Bane oh go on in, in which in both factions or in or yeah. is it like where where just generally just, just for me, generally. I think, yeah, um, I think he he's like a bad boba, um, because he he's got a one pip that isn't very um, consistent. So he's designed to um, obviously claim that bounty. He can get to an opponent's bounty quite quickly and, and quite mobile, um, but. He his dice are so unreliable. He's never really able to claim that bounty without help from other units softening them up. If it's one health left, he's probably going to do it. But if he's got to claim that bounty all by himself, you've got no chance. And his free pip, this day and age, it's so easy to guess what they are and play around them. Unless you play like a stupid curveball, like was it you play uh, just put randomly to, uh, cockles? You just literally just put like the three tokens down blind didn't have a clue where each yep. of them you placed them where you thought they would, would I've done, go i've done that a few times when yeah when there's nothing on the line i've just gone bang 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 and see what happens it's really fun because because everyone goes uh not sure yeah and i think like that's putting a bit of fun into it but the rest of the time it's so easy to get it it's not really have it doesn't have an impact on the game his two pip is so situational that if you're gonna shoot him he's probably gonna die um, like otherwise you just ignore him so you can avoid the two pip so then people don't bring the two pip and now you're in a trap of well do I shoot him or not yeah I just think he's um, probably not as good as people think he is um, Ollie any retort on that before I jump in because I've played Bane quite a bit so Ali, uh, uh, Ollie, I, I, I agree and I think that sometimes people and it's really really easy to lose a game by making a small mistake with him for instance if you do yeah. um if you play a hostage exchange and you set your CAD token up slightly too far away from that central hostage, you're going to lose a movement with that central hostage, so you're not going to be able to pass your order over. Um, I think he also, to make him slightly less overrated, you need to have the gauntlets on him, because the gauntlets are what make him nice and mobile, and if he doesn't have them, he can just get tied up really, really easily. I agree with Andy. And I think he is overrated now, having played him quite a bit. He is don't, overrated and fun. Yeah. Two different things. He is fun to play. I've uh, won tournaments with him, like in double bounty lists, and yeah. I think he's very, very good. I Yeah, but I think you're, he is hard to score a bounty with. And the times the, 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 when I've played with him, every time I've gone, yeah, I'm going to score a bounty with him, I've overkilled with the other unit and gone, oh. That one, that I've just done one wound too many, and I could have got that bounty. Damn it, bollocks! And because the next, uh, the next activation was him going to be going pop up done. Thank you very much. Um, I would. That said, 
I'd be interested to see what Cad Bane. I, I need. To, I want to try Cad Bane and Ventress with the like. You basically keep Cad Bane as a support back piece to see what happens while Ventress goes on and goes slice, 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 and see what happens. Tate Bosk fits the playstyle better. Oh yeah, because I suppose you can sit back with range four stuff. I suppose, but yeah, yeah. But there you go. Um, I do. Yeah, yeah but I, I, yeah, Ollie, Andy. I think we're sort of. I think we're all sort of semi in agreement, really, aren't we? It's yeah. weird. Yeah, that, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> No, don't nah, like it. Let's, let's not do this again. <laughs> next question. Next question. Next question. Um, right, we've done. I want to pick up um, Dom Lars' question because oh, I thought it got, was a. We've not even got that far. I don't oh, care. Oh, sorry, really oh hang on. No, to be fair, this is this is a little small one. When is the Cockles versus Ollie randomly generated battle list happening? I mean, I have no idea because life has just got in the way for both of us. Ollie's got a new job. I've moved house. We just haven't seen each other. I miss you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Or was it, who, who did it? Miss you, miss you. Hello there. Where um, are you? Blink, what, where are yeah. you? Blink, Blink 182. And I'm so sorry. <laughs> I ripped your pocket off on a night out. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'll read, I'll, read, I'll read out Dom Lars' question for you then, Andy, so you can get involved. How does a newer player enter tournaments? Part one. Do you have to have a fully painted lists part two what happens if i cannot order the upgrade pack two our prints our printouts okay our 3d printed models okay to use andy this has you written all over it because you're captain tournament player go for it organize this yes player. um so it's a great question because uh obviously tournaments is part of the fun of the game uh, just about where you finish i think having three game three four games in a day you learn so much and is really integral to the enjoyment of the game and the meeting the community. So answering the first part, um, don't be afraid. So just literally find a local gaming store uh, that offers tournaments. If they don't um, like try and travel to one before you sell it up, I think is probably a good idea because you don't want to do it wrong. Um, there's quite a, a few ways to run tournaments wrongly. Um, and I think or reach out if you can't go to a local one and you need help supporting it. Um, I'm more than happy to help with ideas and get you the player count and stuff. Um, um, now, all these answers are caveats to the tournaments I run. Now, that does include local monthly tournaments, but also um, all World Open qualifiers in the UK. So do you have to have a fully painted list? No. Uh, now, I know to the American listeners um, that if you are going to something like LVO or... Um, like SoCal Open, I think it also uh, enforces uh, free paint standard mi- uh, minimum. This is usually because they are hosted at like a 40k tournament. Um, so like to have their painting models. Yeah, so it's more of they're carrying across from a 40k um, standard is free color minimum. So therefore, all of our things are free color minimum. So it's just like like a standard, and it's I see it more common in the US than in UK and Europe. Now, pause on that for a sec. Mm-hmm. The logic of having paint models and from their background absolutely makes sense. However, I think it's and a all ba- better dice. <laughs> However, I think it's a barrier to inclusion. Now, it's coming completely. From- so, you want people to get into your game? Just got to say, come on over, do what you want. Yeah. If, even if they know they're going to get beat and tonked, like some people do in fantasy footballs when they claim to be good. That doesn't matter. You're all. It's all about the inclusion. It's all about getting people to know, grow in your community. Yeah. It matters. It matters not. So maybe if for uh, our American cousins, maybe 
maybe reconsider if you're able to. I totally get it. Now, I imagine for the single day events in the store championships, the US are probably on the same bandwagon as us. Um, But all of our two days over here in the UK um, tend to have um, the fully painted lists are not required. Now, for instance, I still encourage fully painted lists because if you don't have a fully painted army or fully um, you cannot enter the best painted prizes that I run. So there's your caveat. If you don't have a fully painted list, cool, still turn up, play with the greatest army there. Um, And for the previous two years, um, you've also gone home with an MKGT painting prize because you had the most unpainted models in your army. So I do try and incentivize it because I think it's a great part of the hobby but it's not a requirement um, and because there's people at different skill levels massively and time spans and lives and just like difficulties of doing it as well. Painting can be intimidating for some people. Uh, I or, find it intimidating. Some people also can find it like uh, a chore or some people can mm. just sneeze on their models and they get an award. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, I think the important part for your next question about uh, the upgrade car pack two um, and printouts because um, I think I even saw this on, so it's not an official statement, but it was on the TO Discord server. Um, so because it's not something you can purchase at the moment, most TOs are willing that basically as long as you print it out uh, and put it in a in a sleeve over the top of like a normal Legion card, that it's acceptable. Um, because you can't physically get your hands on the upgrade cards. It's not an issue. Um so that that kind of covers that. And say it's not an official statement from AMG. Um, I stand by that point as well. Um, basically, if you've got it printed out, the same goes for um, the the mission cards for payload and all of that. Like it's so hard to find them packs. Um, print them off of the websites that are available to you. Um, as long as you're not selling it or things like that, because that touches on their IP range and you can get told off. Um, then just put it inside a sleeve of a, a spare unit card or something like that. Um, as long as it's got the same card back um so obviously if you've got two battle lines use one for payload and one for thingy um you, you're golden um and then the last one uh 3d pon- 3d printed models uh my stance on that as a to is um yes if, if you meet the two following conditions one um it's painted I think it's a absolute piss take if you bring a 3D paint a printed army and it's not painted to an, a tournament because it's basically telling everyone else in the store who's brought uh, like official stuff a big fuck you um, because you're trying to do it cheaper. I have no issue if you're doing it cheaper, but don't rub it in. Um, so I think by making it painted, it's showing that you're enjoying the hobby side of it and you're not just doing it to make a, have, have a cheaper army. The other thing that usually my caveat, um, and there's a lot of leniency with this, is the thing you're 3D printed needs to look like the thing you're running. So, for instance, I had someone for this weekend send me a picture going, are these Wookiees okay? And I, um, he, said, uh, uh, he sent me a picture. I looked at him and I said straight away, they're melee Wookiees, right? And he said, yes, they're going to be melee Wookiees in the army. And I was like, cool. If I can instantly tell um, by looking at the sculpts of what unit they're meant to represent, then that's exactly what your opponent's going to do. The haziness goes when obviously he goes, oh, no, they're actually shooty wookies. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, so yeah, 3D printing, perfectly fine. As long as it's, A, it's painted for me and B, um, it looks like what it's meant to look like. Um, I think I had someone run uh, Alia Secura, the uh, Twi'lek woman Jedi who drives How the tank. How did you get both names wrong? 
<laughs> How do you pronounce it's it then? Old Alia Sakura. Yeah. It's Ayla Sakura, isn't it? Is that, that one. Um, is uh, is Ayalia Sakura from Gillingham? <laughs> yeah. Ayalia Sakura, Sakura from Gillingham. Yeah. Um, oh, what's his name? He has a lovely painted um, clone army. Um, he was at MKGT, where it's all like, uh, looks like a, the. Uh, what's the planet of all the clones and the vibrant plant, uh, plants and Volusia. stuff? Volusia. Yeah, he's got. Um, he uses um, Alia as a Obi Wan, and I was like, "Yep, go for it, man!" Like, all right, you've only got one Jedi, but as long as you say this is Obi Wan at the start of the other game, your opponent's going to know. There's only two other choices, and it's not going to be Anakin, is it? As a female, <laughs> you just can't use an Ackley as a saber tank. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of the best proxies I ever saw was in a games workshop years and years ago, and a guy brought a piece of toast as his land raider. Oh, what did you not see the uh, the coke can? No, was that like a drop? Was, was that a drop uh, pod? I saw this. No, Jack Britton it was put a, a coke can as a. It was, it was on our Discord. Yeah, <laughs> no, it wasn't a tortoise. It was a ATRT or something oh, yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> So we, we were joking about, obviously, if you lie it down, you get a better uh, footprint for movement. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think um, uh, that's my answers for you, Domlo. And I think he um, also asked... Uh, he did have a follow-up. Uh, so the follow-up yeah. was, um, further to this, uh, a little section on maybe uh, for us newer people to Legion that have come across from other systems. Um, that's probably answer- a better to hit as a difference, as a is a ch- topic by itself. Well, my answer so we'll save that. Yeah, we'll save that. But also, my answer today, my answer that would be also have a look at, um, have a listen to some of the first, the first couple of episodes because we've got some of the stuff that mm. goes into that there. Please, please ignore the audio quality. Um, <laughs> we might, we bought microphones eventually. Um, Ollie, anything on that before I move on to the next Q and A? No, I think that's everything. Cool. I can't really add. To that. Andy's the the tournament god. I can't really do that one. Um, What's Baz? Bazmataz. No, I want to do the question and I'll do a response from some of the Discord because it's quite funny. What's the mindset going into this Saturday's MK tournament against a load of top players knowing you're going to get tabled? Short answer, and then answered afterwards by Johnny uh, Johnny Lighthead. They're doing the uh, the um, Jon Snow drawing his sword out in front of all the uh, the uh, what they call the Bolton army galloping towards him as if to like, yep, I'm going to die. <laughs> Just accept it. Um, what's the mindset Have going fun. For? Yeah, have fun. If you know you're going to get tabled, just go, yeah, accept it. Accept your fate. Hey, Barry, you're free and on day one as well. Just the way it is. And I, I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm taking a relatively fun list. What? <laughs> He's uh, changed one upgrade. Uh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not. Med- Medroid uh, gone. Extra I, I am not taking Blizzard. What? It's a it's a sixteen player event. Ooh. There is no ELO points. I'm not. I'm, oh, that's why I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not taking Blizzard and then gatekeeping people. I am taking Rebels of some description. Is it? Uh, is it is Mando? It, Lando? It's not Mando. Luke Lando Mando. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is it Ahsoka? Uh, no, uh, but it is. I mean, it's kind of. Uh, why not tell us? Uh, it doesn't matter, does it? Well, yeah, I guess not. I suppose. You, do we have to submit lists? You will, um, yes. I need to uh, create the event. Tomorrow, okay, no, probably. fair enough. Um, right, give me give me a few minutes, and I'll remember what I built. 
Okay. Uh, right. Next question. So we can't. So so, so uh, can't say. Presignation said impressions on Yoda how he performance with the meta. We kind of answered that earlier in the show. Um, we've also answered the questions. Our speed is still competitive with Boba and other big dice balls uh, around the one shot. Then we kind of answered that a little bit when we talk about um, speeders. Uh, I hope that helped. Um, do we think we get a balance update before Worlds? Armada got a random one. I don't think so. Um, Andy, you're well. Officially, they had just announced while we've been recording oh, on what? the build stream. What? Um, yeah, they just announced that there will be no points update before Worlds, or they have currently no plans. Boom! There we go. Hot, off the, hot press, hot, hot takes, hot news. There we go. Um, what we got next? Um, someone put a picture of Lord Farquaad in an ATST, which is quite funny. Um, how from Mike Reese? How the hell do you play HH12 squads effectively? You uh, you, you so the, the the honest answer to this is don't be greedy, and don't assume that you need to shoot with a unit of HRUs six times a game with its full dice. Sometimes uh, a single two red dice shot with a DLT is enough for the turn, and you can literally just shoot with two red dice, recover. If you're at range three, shoot with four white, two red, recover. And you just take turns in how you're shooting it. The rockets are there to make an impact or to scare off vehicles. And then once they've done that job, they can retreat. They can be pulled back. You can pull back and recover, um, forcing them to come even closer to you, which brings them into your gun line or brings people closer to Vader. You know, Vader Vader is a is a fishing rod, and all of the units in the game you just kind of dangle out to bring stuff closer to Vader. Um, now I think. In other builds with HH12s, uh, you would take the Stormtrooper Specialist. Is it the Specialist that gives the aim? Yeah. And you can literally just aim, shoot, recover every turn, and you just sit there um, and you just take decent shots. Um, but yeah, it's. I understand that they're clunky. I understand that they, you know, sometimes it feels bad to only shoot two red dice with your unit, but you don't have to be getting maximum value out of every unit every turn. Um, I think sometimes, as you say, just fire and suppression, um, keep them at range four, um, and you, you get your two action economy and just shoot fire free, free black with an aim and then uh, recover. I'm going to answer Mike's question very simply. Mike, you've played with rockets and the RPS. Same theory, pretty much. No. Oh, complete of, uh, because clones have the advantage that they don't need to recover. So with a single activation, you can still just shoot. You're not moving like you can't move and shoot. Oh, Same issue. HH12 recover. Yeah, but sorry. Yeah. HH12 has to recover. Oh, well, there you go. And you can fire support with clones, so it's yeah, definitely not the same kettle of fish. Oh, sorry, yeah, I forgot about the recover thing. Yeah, there we go. Ollie, sorry, I was going to. I just thought I'd just jump in there, but carry on. Just trying to remember what I was going to say now. Um, the value of stripping a standby at range four is also huge with any unit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, if you want to move Vader into a clone ball and they start to take standbys, you know, it, the fact that you can just move in and pop a standby at range four is quite often huge in a game. Uh, and that wraps up the Q and A. Unless anyone has anything to add, because I don't. That wraps mm-hmm. up the Q and A. Um, next on the agenda, something called. So Andy said Kickstarter. Right, go on, in, Andy. What's this? 
yeah um i just wanted to give a shout out basically um to um one of our listeners um she has um created a kickstarter um i think I was meant to give it a shout out last podcast, so it has closed, but you can join the late backing of it. Oh, yeah, because you said after the show, oh, shit, I meant to do this. Yeah. Um, so I spoke to her individually, um, and she, she she was fine with it. Um, but, yeah, so you can get a, a late pledge for it. So if you're like myself and do a lot of 3D printing, um, she's designed um, a lava moon planet. Um, the STLs look fantastic, um, and I've supported her um, myself. and So I will be probably printing one to two of these tables to host um the amount of quantity that's in this uh pack um is quite large so i reckon i can get two tables without uh duplicating um like the layouts etc um like you can print off um it's meant to be obviously vader's uh palace like the big uh, temple building it's got the generators and the lava lakes and stuff like that so yeah um you can find it on Kickstarter. It's called the Corix, uh, the Lava Moon and Factory. Um, it's created by Kathy, one of our listeners, um, and uh, I'm really looking forward to putting that on the printer and getting some get that painting done as well. Um, and if you don't want to do it as lava, you can also do it as like um, toxic waste and stuff like that. So, yeah, big shout out to her. Um, it's already uh, completed, as I say, but you can join as a late pledge, and because it's completed, you know there's no risk of losing money. Um, so yeah, that's why. Uh, Big shout out for her. Excellent. Uh, if you rem- if you want to just jump on that on the old Facebook page at some point, Andy, put a link on there for people to do things. Do that would be a good idea. And Joby deposit it good in call. the old uh, Discord as well. So that's that. What I was actually pausing there is because I was holding a pen trying to do some working out because our next topic... Uh, actually, I'll tell you what, before we move on to the next topic, we'll just Ollie, what was your list for... Uh, I think I'm going back to my roots... Um, Rebel Officer Vigilance, Luke, Force Push, Force Reflexes, Burst into the Fray, uh, Triple Rebel Trooper, DLT, Rebel Trooper Captain, Situational, one of them's got Recon Intel, two Pike Syndicate Foot Soldiers with Disruptors, and three Rebel Sniper Teams. Ten activations, 800 points on the nose. Um, So, yeah, kind of looking for just to see whether the old builds can still do it. Um, I've still got a little bit of impact and critical in there to try and do my best at dealing with vehicles. I still think Luke is a power piece. Um, I just think he's probably not as strong as he used to be. Um, but I think it's a still a good solid list. The Rebel Officer with Vigilance means that I'm going to be keeping stuff on four, or I'm going to have dodges on four out of five of the core units every turn, which I don't think in itself is necessarily a, 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 bad, a bad thing. There is... I mean, I could I could drop one of the rebel troopers down to um, just having nothing on it, and say take a capo um, in one of the other squads and just balance it a little bit there. But I think I'd rather have the um, critical three impact two a turn at range four, um, which I think is which is which is fairly reasonable in terms of uh, of shooting. And then at ten activations, I've got some decent sharpshooter in there, some pierce. Um, I think it sort of ticks all of the gunline boxes and i'll uh i'll enjoy playing three silly cagey matches across the weekend the thing that actually scares me the most is luke um in that list because at the moment most factions are running like one or two key pieces um and with um is it, serve, serve your master the one that shuts them down no what's the free pit uh the i am a jedi sorry i am sorry yeah like yeah, i am a jedi yeah, that one and shutting down. And it's always been a great card, but I think now 
with like double dark troopers. I know I never faced any uh, Luke lists with it. It's always Vader, but that probably would scare me more than Vader. Um, and like the list that I'm looking to play myself, I'm running Yoda and some arc troopers, and you just go no. <laughs> um, like yeah, I think it's such a good thing in this current meta where most armies are running one or two really strong pieces. Just dive Luke in there. And then play that card and just go, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's quite a... He's the scariest thing for me. I know it's a good solid gun line, but still. Yeah, and I think that it'll, it will catch people out in the the, the amount mm. of utility that that list has to, to throw out. Because I think you want pikes, a squad of five pikes with the heavy. That's four, five, that's six black and a red. Rebels at five, well, even at six guys, that's uh, seven black and a white. So, you know, so I'm firing yeah. 8, 16, 24, plus 14. You know, I'm firing 38 dice a turn at critical 3, impact 2, plus you've got the sniper teams there just to either take out opposing snipers or to go at bikes or just to try and, you know, whittle down at range 5. Uh, I, 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 still mm-hmm. think, I still think the force user gun line, with the, I think with the amount of cover that you can get now, um, for rebel troopers, it's so much easier to keep them alive, and I think it's about time. Uh, I don't think rebels are good enough to win large events, but I think um, I think I should have a good fun time with them. Fun, <laughs> <laughs> only have fun when I win. <laughs> <laughs> Make Legion fun again. There we go. Um, that wraps up really the Legion section of things. Now we're just got to go into the charity section of what we're doing here. Do you know what, guys? For a sport that isn't played in this country, did you know, like, Team UK is 19-9 and nine in the charity American Football Fantasy League that we've set up against the other podcasters and content creators? It's pretty bloody good. No, I'm annoyed now. Well, you are the one holding his back. You are the one <laughs> who... I'm on five... I'm I, no, I'm, I've won five games and lost two. Haslam has won five games, lost two. Ollie I've, has won five games and lost two. I'm five and two, aren't I? You have won four games and lost three. Oh, did I just lose my third one? You no. Lost, you lost to Keegan by six points, thereabouts. Aren't we only on week seven? So how's that work? Well, five and, oh, four and three, yeah. Yeah, yeah. four and three makes seven. Um, yeah, I'm four and three. Just because you I have forgot. extra fingers in the fence, it's how it works. So... Um, Again, a reminder for people, uh, I set up a little charity project for um, us content creators from this side of the pond to the other side of the pond uh, to raise money. Basically, the winner of this league has everyone else donate to the charity of their choice. At the moment, the outright leader, uh, based on their their record, well, well, actually, I'll pick this one just there, is um, Birdland fan from Inglorious uh, Inglorious Blasters, Blasters, as I say, Inglorious Blasters. Uh, He is Brendan. And he, his charity is uh, Four Paws for Ability, based in, uh, and he is from he's from Baltimore, Maryland, in the USA. Four Paws for Ability is a charity that now this is one for you, Andy, because obviously you're into dogs. Uh, Four Paws for Ability is a non-profit organization that breeds and raises, trains, and places dogs, uh, service dogs with children and veterans who have disabilities. Um, the organization has grown. Uh, from a one-bedroom apartment to a purpose-built campus in Zenia OH, is that Ohio? I think so. Uh, with more than 60 staff members and thousands of volunteers, uh, basically giving dogs to people who need dogs to help and help them get about, and uh, for veterans uh, for getting around, uh, for sort of helping themselves, and 
children with disabilities is a great thing to do um to donate to so if you're in if you are able to uh go go type in four pause for ability that's the number four um pause let the word for for ability type in google and you'll be able to find out more if you are able to you can donate to them so because he's currently leading i thought i'd give the charity a shout out um but yeah so yeah Andy, you're the only one holding his back but you know what's really funny do you remember some time ago Stabcast were like British guys. What do they know about football? So if I take my team, which is me and Hasdan, he and I are ten and four as a total of the two of us. You and you and Ollie are uh, nine and five. They are five and nine. They're doing the old Ryan, Brian Adams at the five and nine. I know it's five and nine, but it just sounds different. Bit. So um, yeah, Stabcast having a mare. Uh, who'd have thought it? Who'd have who'd have thought it? Hey. Eh? Um, but yeah, that's that. Um, how are you finding your first fantasy league, Andy, so far? And a bye week is absolutely <laughs> stupid. Absolutely <laughs> stupid. I think I, I think I counted. I had nine players on bye last week, so I had like four positions I couldn't even fill because even my subs for them were on bye. It's just absolutely. Who even came up with that stupid idea of, oh, we'll take a week off? Oh. No, you only work like 20 weeks of the year. Get to it. And there is Andy's criticism of American sports there off straight off. Who has a week off? <laughs> have you did you did have you ever actually watched a game yet or not? Uh, I watched a game in person last year. I went to I've the stadium. Seen, oh, I've you never went seen to... one. Yeah, so Still. Yeah, basically... <laughs> The amount they run into each other, unlike rugby players who actually don't need to wear pads and they tackle properly, um, you can understand why they need a week off now and again. But yeah, you're doing all right oh. for your first league, first year. Uh, Ollie, obviously, you're plodding along quite nicely as well. Um, but yeah, I think we 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 uh, we're due to play each other soon. Right, five two is a miracle for someone who has no idea what's going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so you, you and Andy are doing very well. <laughs> uh, interestingly, uh, we play soon. Uh, I'm trying to think when it is uh can't find it not for a while actually then it looks out maybe week 13 yeah me and andy playing week 13 so we've got quite a while yet that's like near near christmasy type thing i think or into into early december uh, and we play uh so that'll be fun i look forward to the uh the banter that flies around there but again this is a charity league so if um if you're interested and you want to know more about some of the charities that are there you are more than welcome to your guys charity is did we pick one? I think we, I think we were going for like Macmillan, um, cancer. Mac, yeah, Macmillan cancer. Yeah, Macmillan. So if anyone again, if you want to, feel free to donate if you're able to and willing to support that cause. Mine, uh, the charity for mine and Mr. Haslamar charity is the Joshua Tarrant Trust, based out near, uh, based out towards Haverhill, um, for children with brain tumours. Um, yeah, that's our charity. And uh, next time I'll talk about another charity from another member of the team in our league um, because yeah, it's all good cause and it's all a community cause. It's all get a bit of fun. And it's actually quite fun educating some of the, some of our American cousins, uh, interesting swear words. Um, Doc, Doc, Doc Velo, Evan Paul currently, well, him and um, <sighs> who else is loving the word? Austin, Austin specifically was, thank you. Was specifically loving the words on my Facebook page on my birthday where he called me a cockwomble. <laughs> 
Austin was calling you. I, knew, I was trying. It was. I was trying to think who, who he, it was he, calling he, you. A he has, he has yeah. ruined it for himself though, because that picture of him looking like Palpatine is going everywhere. <laughs> I warned him. I warned him, and now it's going everywhere. Oh uh, uh, yeah, because you've got that. <laughs> We're sat there going, sat, sat looking broody. On a, sure. I will just say that pic, that what you just did there on an audio format, absolutely. Right, and that is the end of the show, Billy. We're coming up to there. If you have any questions and you want to get hold of us, you can contact us via our Facebook page. Uh, just type in That's No Moon and Star Wars Legion Podcast on Facebook and you'll find us there. Uh, Ollie, if you want people to pester you about sponsorships and things, how can I get uh, hold of you? Please do message the Facebook page. I know I've been awful at replying, but I now have a car, a job, and life sorted. <laughs> so uh, things can sort of swing back into the uh, into the better side. So, yeah, so you can find me on, on Discord, uh, cbt3 dash that's no moon uh you can also just message our facebook page um directly and i'll be able to get back to you through there as well andy uh, you can find me on facebook andrew terrell um or you can find me on the discord with the fifth trooper that's no moon mkgt tags um and uh, ajst um and yeah feel free to pester me about running events or um the team championships or just this building and i'm cockles faulkner you may contact me cockles faulkner facebook twitter discord internet that thing um there is no other cockles in like highlander there can only be one um yeah and that's the show thank you very much for listening uh, again if you are wanting to support us and what we do please feel free to go to patreon.com forward slash that's no moon and check out our youtube channel uh, youtube.com forward slash that's uh, tnm pod uh like i say to sound like a, if you want to sound like a, an uber uber youtuber please click and subscribe and like our videos um because all, all youtubers are american apparently but yeah look at it it'll help the channel out we can grow the grow the videos and it helps tom's great work that he does isn't that right boys yeah, he was muted, but Ollie did say yes. Yeah, I, I, I didn't say anything I, I deliberately. Went, I, <laughs> <laughs> I went, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Nice two hour show. Well done, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. You've been listening to That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast. To keep up to date with us, please like and follow us on Facebook, That's No Moon, a Star Wars Legion podcast, and Instagram, That's No Moon podcast.